This is the Simi Sarah Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. Are you suffering? Has the allergy season hit you hard? Oh boy, it sure has for me. As soon as I got back from vacation on Sunday, it was straight on to the medication. Used to be that I could wait until June and then had about, you know, five weeks of allergy symptoms that I had to deal with. But with this year's mild winter, it sounds like we all have a bit of a problem. Actually, I should rephrase that. Not a bit, but a big problem with our allergy symptoms. To talk more about this, Dr. Donald Stark is with us now, an allergy and clinical immunology expert out at UBC. Dr. Stark, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure. How bad is it right now for those of us who suffer from allergies? Well, this this is turning out to be a a worse year than usual. I think we've got the combination of um, milder winter uh, resulting in earlier tree pollen season starting, but not only starting early, the peaks that occur are occurring much um, much more frequently at an earlier stage. So people get um, symptoms early and they're usually more severe because of the higher pollen counts. Yeah, I've been finding that as well. I also found that over the winter it was tough this year too. Did we? Did the mild winter weather really have an impact? It may have. It's, it's hard to say. Usually there wouldn't be pollen in the wintertime. Uh, sometimes molds uh, could be yeah. more of a problem too, so... That's that's more likely. Okay, and does medication really help? I find that I have to kind of experiment sometimes with different medications. Well, we usually can find some medication that will help in, in the majority of people. I think that uh, one of the keys that you mentioned in your intro was to actually start an antihistamine or other medication for allergy treatment, um, you know, a few days or even a week or two before the anticipated start of the season. Now, often if people go away for vacation, they sort of forget about it, and they're usually, we hope, pretty good in a different climatic environment. But when they come back, then it hits them all of a sudden because they haven't prepared for it. What is the big What is the big thing out there right now that's blooming? Well, there's tree pollen, and, and alder is our worst of the pollens, and it's probably winding down now. The problem with our trees, we probably have the longest tree pollen season in, in Canada, just because of the nature of our, our types of pollen, pollinating trees that cause problems, but also because of our mild winters, we start early. And we get a, a phenomenon that we get um, hazelnut trees are usually the first out. They're often uh. usually January. That's not a lot of them around, so it usually doesn't cause major problems. Then alder comes out, but the, the alder um, and hazelnut are closely related. And then we get birch, of, you know, coming a few weeks later, and that's sort of, I suspect, coming out now or very shortly. And then we get oak tree um, pollen. Again, not a lot of it around, but if you've been primed by exposure to the other pollens, you tend to react to much smaller amounts and get more severe symptoms that way. Okay, so then what's next after the tree pollens? Grasses uh, typically come out um, in uh, end of April, first part of May. I suspect the season will be maybe a little bit earlier because of, again, the milder weather. Um, and then what we often find is people who have allergies in general will often develop reactions to a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And so you have to make it worse over time because now you've acquired some new allergies. You were just the grasses in June before. Now you're getting these early spring tree pollens. Yeah, that's what I'm too. getting. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's, that's the tendency is that um, most people will tend to get more allergies over time, at least until they get in their senior years, and then... Um, their symptoms are magnified because they get a longer season and, and often their symptoms are, are compounded by having um, 
more than one type of allergy out at the same time. Wait a minute. Are you telling me it's going to get worse as I get older? <laughs> Unfortunately, it may. <laughs> oh, thanks, we do have, Dr. We do, have, we do have better treatments, so let me give you some reassurance there. Yeah, let's talk about that. What helps? What manages this? Well, I, I, in general terms, we usually recommend avoidance measures if it's feasible. Now, it's not always feasible for pollen. You don't want to live in a bubble for several months each year. Um, but simple things like uh, when you're driving the car, you keep the windows up and ideally use a ventilation or air conditioning system to filter the air before it comes in the car. And same at home, we keep the windows and doors closed as much as possible, uh, prevent the pollen from getting indoors. Um, maybe you need to get someone else to cut the grass for you if you're allergic to the grass pollen. Um, but avoidance is, is it's useful if you're able to do, and we know that it's not always practical for more people. Yeah. Um, the next line of defense most people would go to is antihistamines. Fortunately, we've got lots of choices there. And some of the newer ones have a lot fewer side effects of sedation that the older ones used to have. And they last usually longer. But even if you stay on the same brand of an antihistamine, after a while, you find it doesn't work quite as well. Yeah, that's what's happened to me. I've had yeah. to switch a couple of times over yeah, the years. And, and, and I often tell people, well, you know, pick your two or three best antihistamines and just rotate them every week or two. And often you go back to the original one and find it worked just as well after you've been off it. Oh. Okay, I usually do year to year. Yeah, no, I mean, usually the tolerance will build up within, you know, two or three weeks. So you actually have to rotate them a little bit more frequently. Okay. The, the other uh, things that we usually recommend is, is the nasal sprays of one sort or another. Uh, some people find that just the saltwater irrigation of your nose is, is quite soothing. We wash away the mucus, wash away some of the pollen that's built up on your nose, and that provides some relief. Uh, there's um, corticosteroid nasal sprays, which are very effective. They usually take a little longer to start to work, and um, they usually were just available by prescription only, but now there's a brand that's actually available over the counter. The pharmacist can usually recommend which one. And, and that provides people can go out and, and get their medication sooner rather than waiting for a physician's appointment to get their prescription filled. Right. When I was a kid, though, I had to go get shots every week. Yeah. Who are those good for, and are they effective? They can be quite effective. I think uh, we've sort of uh, refined the process, uh, made the testing and treating uh, allergens more effective. So uh, for people who have pollen allergies, which sounds like your symptoms are primarily related to, yeah. Um, about 80% of people will see significant benefits. Now, it's not the total cure for, for a, uh, a number of people, but we usually say significant benefit with less symptoms, less medication needed. So people will know if they're working. It usually takes about a year or the second pollen season to see that improvement, though. So it is a longer-term treatment, um, and, and it's really the only way to try and knock the allergies down and try and suppress them on a longer-term basis. Okay. Well, that's all really good advice. Anything else you can tell us to help ourselves through this? I had somebody write me and say that honey was also really good. Well, certain types of honey have an anti-inflammatory benefit. Um, I don't know that that helps in, in the majority of people, but, but um, uh, bee pollen was actually promoted as well as being a, a useful therapy. But actually what happens is that uh, we've actually, we were one of the ones, first ones to describe uh, severe allergic reactions to the pollen because people uh, contained the pollen that people were allergic to. They were trying to treat and it actually was overdosing them on that pollen and they ended up with a severe ba- allergic reaction to it. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound yeah. pleasant at all. Yeah. Okay. I guess whatever works then, right? For people. Yeah. And, and, and there's another option too, apart from people often 
have uh, concerns about getting injections, which is understandable. Uh, but we do have, for grasses now, we actually have tablet treatment for allergies, and they, they should seem to be just as effective as the injection form. So, okay, well, do I have to go to the doctor and ask for that? Because I didn't know you could do that. You would have to get it by prescription, yes. All right, I guess I'm off to the doctor. Uh, Dr. Stark, thank you for your time on this okay, today. You're welcome. That thank is you. Dr. Donald Stark, an allergy and cl- clinical immunology expert at UBC, helping out those of us who are big time suffering from allergies at this time of year. You're not alone is what we wanted to let you know because it's going to be a very bad season. It's started already. You can share your story with me, Simi at cknw.com, and we'll be right back. This is News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.